tension no more struggle no more challenges no more battle because there comes a time where you need to rest from your battle and God said after today you shall rest from your battle the battle of your marriage the battle of your business the battle of your finances the battle of your sickness the battle of your shame the battle of your disgrace the battle of your setback the battle of the pains you don't want to forget God said you will rest from your battle And now, today's message with God's servant, Reverend Ismaila Awudu, head pastor ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Dagon. Psalms number 44. I'm reading from the verse number 1. This is actually an account that was recorded by the psalmist concerning the children of Israel after they have been in captivity for 450 years, even though God promised them for 400 years. They have to overstate because they took things for granted. Anytime you become complacent, you overstay in certain things of your life. Sometimes God will allow issues to provoke you out of your hiding place. And I told the morning service that sometimes we need to pray for God to stir up some things in your heart or in your life for you to become obedient to pray yourself out of a situation. Amen. Sometimes God wants you to move to the next level, but because you are too complacent or you are too comfortable in a place or because you have the fear of the unknown, you will be remaining there and then what God intended to do with your life cannot be done. So sometimes God will stir up a conflict. God will create some painful situations in your life and out of those painful situations and those conflicts, nobody will move you to start looking for an avenue of, of, of uh, favor or an avenue of opportunity. Amen. You will understand that um, when the woman is pregnant with a child, the woman can ask for everything. Sometimes you will say, I need cocoa. You go and buy the cocoa and come. The woman will say, I don't need the cocoa again. I want rice water. You get a rice water. She will tell you, no, the rice water, because there was no cake with it, I will no more take it. Then he said, I want fufu. At a, and the fufu, you can get fufu anywhere, but she will show you the rightful place to go and buy the fufu. You go there and get the fufu. Sometimes traveling all the way, get the fufu, come back. Say, no, it's not fufu again. I need kokonte. Amen. You get kokonte, you get there. Say, no, 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 I don't need kokonte again. Now I'm all omotuo. They, they, just troubling your life. You can be driving, you get to a filling station. What they are putting in the fuel and you want to, to drive on. You say, wait small, let me inhale the thing. Sometimes the person will say, I want to vomit. You vomit, you have to wait. I mean, a whole lot of things. But when the time of pain comes and the baby is about to come out, that person will forget about Kukunte. He will forget about Fufu. He will forget about goat life soup. All that he is interested in is let the child come out. And wherever she will give birth to the child, she will give birth to the child. You will see her pushing and screaming and all that. Pain sometimes is good for you to give birth to your miracle. And I pray after today, God will put you in some painful situations so that you will give birth to the miracle that you have been pregnant with all this while. The Lord will push you from your comfort zone into your miracle zone. Oh, you didn't hear what I am saying. You are too comfortable. You are too comfortable. The Lord will begin to stir up some things in your life. It is said of the eagle. If the eagle want the eaglet to become strong, he takes away the supporting systems and leaves the eagle. And then you will throw him in the air. When the eagle, eaglet is coming to land, then the mother will come again and then they will pick him, pick it up. They do that for a time and leave you. All that they are trying to tell you is that we are fed tonight. It's your time to fly. Amen. 
This morning or this afternoon, the Lord is going to stir somebody's heart. Every prophecy you have received, that prophecy is possible to come to pass. If only you work on the prophecy. The problem is that we receive the prophecy and we we'll go to sleep. That once God has promised, shall come to pass. Yes, once God has promised, can come to pass. But every prophecy have a human element. Tell the person, every prophecy have a human element. And until God moves you, you cannot get that in. So I pray this morning or this afternoon as you are going to enter into afternoon. May the Lord begin to trouble your life. May the Lord begin to push some bottoms in your life. May the Lord begin to show you some things that will cause you to rise. Some of you will not pray until you start having some dreams. May the Lord begin to let you begin having some dreams. That will make you to get up and begin praying. Uh, you didn't say an amen. May, <laughs> some of you, there is a bigger breakthrough for you. You are too comfortable. May the Lord begin to stir up your environment. Create tension in that environment to cause you to begin running out so that when you come out, you can meet your Savior and release that grace upon your life. Israel was in, the, in that place was supposed to be 40 years 400 years in the wilderness according to the promise of God and the covenant of God with Abraham God cannot lie but the attitude of people make to look like God is lying 400 years and the guys were still there because they were enjoying Goshen, the best part of the land Goshen is the best part of the land, in fact if you, if you look at it, Goshen is far better than any part of the land in Egypt, that is why the Egyptians were envious of the Israelites because of Joseph so as long as the new king come on the scene, if that king remembered Joseph, the Israelites would have still been in Egypt even up to today. They wouldn't go to the promised land. So God made the new king who came in forgot about Joseph. He didn't remember Joseph so that he would cause trouble in the life of the children of Israel for them to leave Egypt because there was a promised land waiting for them. Some of you, God intentionally will bring a bad boss so that he can come into that company and begin troubling your life so that you can go back to school and study and learn and overtake. He will bring a bad supervisor who will trouble your life so that you start crying to God for God to move you to the next better job and give you a better promotion. You didn't say an amen. Sometimes pain is necessary for your breakthrough. Sometimes pain is necessary for your next favor and your next blessing. Pain is not evil. Pain is good. Don't look at me like that. So when God changed the terrain, now the new Pharaoh was maltreating them. Exodus chapter 1. He said he maltreated them and forgot to let them know that I am, in, I am part of this pain. Bible said the more they afflicted them, the, the, the more they multiplied. In other words, the affliction times will come, but the Lord will multiply you because God wanted you to see that He is God in your life. There are some of us, if God has not taken us through this, we will not recognize Him. Like our pride will be bigger than this auditorium. So God will always put something, a tone in our flesh. So anytime we are going to cross, then He will chalk you. Then the thing will be hanging on at your back. So you know that something is happening. May the Lord put some tones in your life to humble you. Amen. Give me a wave if you are in the house. Because God has plans for you and I. And the plan of God for us, for us is to succeed. Listen to me. Some people, no matter what you do to them, you preach them, you tell them everything, they will not serve God. Until God put them in a corner. In fact, Paul and Silas did not know that worship carries power until they were in prison. Uh-huh. 
when they landed in that prison with chains and they were whipped them and there was blood at their back and they have been stuck in the stocks they, those days they would put their chain on this right and then on the left on your arm right arm left arm and they would stretch it stretch here and stretch your leg when they said Paul and Silas were worshipping you think they were sitting down with chains on their leg that is not it though they will stretch your legs and they are what you call the stock. The stock is like a wood. So they will fit your leg in there and then they will close it and lock it. Fit your close and lock it. Fit your hand your close and lock. So you are stretched and they stretch you in a way that your back will not touch the ground. So you are suspended in a way. And, and the place is not big. It's a small place and they pour water under. So And they have whipped you also. So the, the whole water is, you are, your back is more lying on it. But it's also not on the floor. So you are suspended and your legs are also hanging. And your hands are hanging. So you are in serious pain. Out of that pain, they begin to worship the Lord and begin to praise God. If God saw them in that pain, why would God cause the chains to fall off their hands and their legs? Because the pain they were going to and the worship is not a worship of a joke. Where they are worshiping and yawning. I, praise the Lord hallelujah no the pain was there so nobody would tell them to, to, to snort they are singing listen you can afford to sleep when you are praying because there is nothing chasing you but when some things are chasing you you will not sleep you will do an all night alone and you forget that it's an all night you will finish praying till the next day before you know it's an may the Lord bring you to that point may the Lord bless some prayer grace in your life May the Lord bless and worship grace in your life. Because listen, out of your pain, you will give birth to your miracle. I pray may you receive your miracle. May you not overstay in your miracle. May you not overstay in your place of bondage. May the Lord bring you out because the Lord stand you out of that place of comfort. So for the 430 years, and they were going to a lot. Bible says that the children of Israel cried. Exodus chapter 2. They cried because of their affliction and their bondage. And God heard their prayer. Sometimes God wants you to cry some cry before you hear you. He said the righteous cry and the Lord. He didn't say the righteous pray. There's a difference between you praying and crying. He's afflicted that cry. <laughs> Amen. You come to church, you see somebody worshiping God and the person is weeping. He said, hey, what is happening? Is the husband troubling her? Wait until you get there. You know that it is not only tears alone. But when you need God's attention, there is something you have to do for God to tend to you. Hello. If everything is okay, when you ask him, he said, let me stretch small. I'm tired, I'll stretch. But there are some things when it's happening, you cannot even sleep. May the Lord take your sleep away so that you see his glory. Hey, you're not saying an amen. <laughs> There is greatness God wants to give to all of us. But the truth is that a lot of us are comfortable. You see, God wants you to move to certain levels. But every level you want to get to, you have to pay a price. And until you pay that price, you cannot get there. And it is possible you can get there if you pay that price. And that price, you are not going to pay it alone because God is going to help you to pay the price. When Israel cried, they moved out of their captivity. The glory of the Lord was revealed. God had to locate the Moses in the wilderness who has also forgotten his job. To bring him to come and deliver them. It is your cry that will bring your Moses. And I pray this afternoon or this morning may your Moses appear. 
So the psalmist was recording the encounter of the children of Israel with all that they went through and he came out with something specific. He summed everything up and he gave us a secret of why God demonstrated his power so much unlimited in the lives of the children of Israel. Why God chose to divide the Red Sea for them. Why God chose to bring a Moses to come and deliver them from a wicked Pharaoh. Why God have to even multiply them in the midst of affliction. Why God even have to cause them to go out of Egypt not empty handed but with the silver and with gold. Why God even have to kill the firstborn of Egypt from the king down to the last animal. And why God have to even fight and turn bitter waters into sweet waters? Why God even have to be able to bury the Egyptians who were pursuing them in the Red Sea? Why should God even give them the cloud of the pillar of by day and then by night the pillar of fire? Why should God even go ahead of them as a presence angel to guide them? Why should God put his terror on peoples because he is bringing them out of Egypt? Why did God choose to do all these twenties in the life of the children? What was the secret? What was the secret? Why should God do all these things? And not for the Philistines, not for the Hittite, not for the Perizzite, not for the Jebusite, not for the Amorite, but for the children of Israel. Why should God do that? Psalm 44 was telling us that there was something and that thing is what compelled God to do this thing. I mean, you, you saw the miracles of the children of Israel in Egypt. He turned water into blood. Flocks came out, flies came out, darkness came out, so many things came out just because God was fighting. Bible said that God stretched forth his hands. God showed wonders under the sun and in, in, in the life of the Egyptians. Up to today, Egypt has recorded it as one of the difficult t- times of their life. Because God was fighting for the people to bring them out of a place of captivity. Why will God do that? for the children of Israel and will not do that for any other nation. There was a secret. He said, we have heard with our ears. Oh God, our fathers have told us the deeds you did in their days, in the days of old. In the days of old, God did so many things in the life of the fathers of these Jews. And they are saying that their fathers recounted it in their ears. One of the greatest testimonies you can live with your children as a Christian is for them to let them know the God who is your savior, the God who is your provider, the God who is your healer, the God who is your miracle, the God who has been able to lift you from a no place to an important place. It is one of the legacies you can leave your children that they may know the Lord and fear him and honor him and they can say confidently that my father's God will deliver me my mother's God will deliver me there is one great testimony you live with your children that your children can say that no matter what happened I know my father served the God I know my mother served a God and this God of my father is the God that will deliver me if the children of Israel can be bold enough to say the God of Abraham the God of Isaac the God of Jacob shall deliver me then your children should say the God of Mr. James the God of Madame Ab the God of this person is the God that will deliver me. If somebody can stand and have confidence and say that may the God of Pastor Smiler heal me and the person can have a healing, it means that we serve a true God. Sure God and your encounter with your God is the testimony you can live for your children. That when it becomes difficult your child can lift up his hands and say let the God of my father deliver me and that God shall deliver you. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Because there comes a time that you move on to another level with your God 
God and you have a relationship with him that when you even mention the person's name, God will answer because if he's the God of Abraham then he can be the God of Mr. James if he's the God of Jacob, he can be the God of Antiochua, he's the God of Isaac, he can be the God of Mr. Bartholomew because he's the same God he can be the God of Yahweh, Temple, ICGC so the same way when you stand and become critical and he said may the God of ICGC Yahweh Temple deliver me he has to deliver you the body that call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered and he said we have heard in our ears and not only that but our fathers have told us the deeds the great works the signs and wonders the power you demonstrated in their days of old what the psalmist is saying that if you did it for our fathers then we also want you to demonstrate it in our life because you cannot do it with our fathers and leave us like that let me tell you something the blessings your great grandfathers enjoyed because they served the Lord today you are supposed to be the partaker and the inheritor of that sacrifice you don't need to suffer any longer because they paid a price they sow seed in people's life they prayed for people they opened their doors for people they gave them a place to sleep now it is your turn to harvest that sacrifice and they are singing the hymns and they are doing everything you think is they were doing it for themselves the things the seed you are sowing today is for your children and your children are supposed to stand on it and said my father told me a story about how God delivered him sometime and today if it is my turn then God shall also deliver me that is why David is confident to say that I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I fear no evil because he knows that there have been deliverances before and those deliverances took place so that deliverance is a reference point for him that today when he also finds himself in the valley of the shadow of death he has confidence that he will never die there the psalmist the Lord is my refuge and my fortress who shall I fear he is not just quoting something because he has seen some people having a refuge and a fortress of that same God so if he belongs to that God then he will be his present help in times of need the one who is afraid is the one who does not have a reference point but every child should have a reference point and say my father's God my father did this my father did that and out of that I am also blessed because you also be a partaker of that blessing. Amen. He said we have heard it. The deeds you did in their days in the days of old. And he says you drove out the nations with your hand. If God drove out the nations with his hand. On behalf of their fathers. The children also have to enjoy the same thing. And he said about them you planted. When you drove others out you planted them. I am here to announce to you because God drove some people out you shall be planted and he said oh not only that you afflicted the peoples and cast them out in other words those that were standing on the way you afflicted them and took them from the way so that your children can have rest so that your children can have space so that your children can progress so that your children can have what they want to do so if you did it this is what our fathers recounted to us when Joshua has fought the Amalekites on behalf of Moses in, in, in Exodus chapter 17, God said, write this as a memorial and recount it in the ears of Joshua that this is going to stand with him forever. I pray that may the Lord do something that you will never forget. That generations after you will hear of it and they will serve the God you have come to serve. That your children shouldn't rise up and say, this is the God of my grandfather. 
this is the God of my grandmother. This God is the God I am going to serve because I have known something that, that this God did in their lives. I was telling them that, listen, that David had a covenant with God and the covenant of God with David saved his generation. That even Solomon misbehaved, but God still kept the truth and kept his covenant. Do you know that Solomon does not qualify to sit on the throne? Because his mother and the circumstance by which he was conceived was not supposed to be the best circumstance for him to see. But by covenant, God preserved Solomon. And Solomon sat on the throne. Solomon handed over the throne to his son, called Rehoboam. Rehoboam's stupidity made him to lose 10 of the, of the tribes. But because of David's covenant with God, God said that even if by that covenant, God said, he said, even if your son, he said, I will order your sons after me, just like I have been with you. And even if they sin, I will not take all the nations from them. I will still leave some with them. Rehoboam made a mistake, but God still preserved the two nations with the generations of David. Some of us, you are enjoying some protection today. You are enjoying some blessings today. It is not your smartness. It is not what you have done. It's because of some price your fathers pay. They gave their land to some Presbyterian to be their church. They gave them something to be in their house. They became cut kids. Some of them were sweeping church. Some of them were opening the gate of the church. Some of them were playing organ in the church. Some of them were playing guitar in the church. Those kind of services your fathers and your mothers rendered is what is protecting you today. You are wayward in some things. You are not behaving well in some things. You are going off sometimes. But God still was keeping you. And God still is protecting you. And God still is making way for you. And you think it's about your smartness. It is a sacrifice of somebody. They fed somebody. They gave an orphan something. They clothed somebody with a garment. They said hello to somebody. They fetch water for somebody. They serve somebody. God is watching those things to bless you, the child today. So you are enjoying from the sacrifice of your fathers and not what you did. Not what you did. You should have been dead by now. Some of you should have not been alive to even have encountered Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. But because of those sacrifice, God kept you alive. You had an accident, you survived. You were poisoned, you survived. You were wayward, you survived. You went to the disco, you survived. You were under the sea, you survived. Until you came to know the Lord. It was a prayer somebody offered over your life. Your mother offered or a great-grandmother offered a prayer. They did something to somebody. Maybe they helped a missionary or they pay a prayer to someone. That is what has kept you to today and that is what saved your life. So whatever you are doing today you are leaving a report for your children and for your children's children. Their future lies with you. Their destiny is with your life and your deeds today shall be recorded in the annals of history that it shall be recounted in their ears that their father saved. And this is the blessing that the children are reaping. This message continues after the break. From the ministry of Reverend Ismaila Awudu, get these life-changing, inspirational, and spirit-filled books. The Mystery of Greatness, At Thy Word, Church Membership, The Blueprint of Marriage, and any other ministry products of his. You can get these in electronic format by purchase through downloading Reverend Ismaila Awudu's app from the App Store or Google Play Store. You can also purchase this book and other ministry products 
at the ICGC Yahweh Temple, Otinshi American House Last Stop, East Legon. Reach us on telephone plus 233 277 2540 or plus 233 249 3361. Email us ref at gmail.com. Visit our website icgcislegon.com. Grab your copies now and experience a change in your life. Welcome back. And he says, For they did not gain possession of the land by their own sword. It was not by the effort of Israelites or the Jews to gain the possession they have. In other words, they did not even have what it takes. And said, Not their own arm saved them, but it was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your countenance. He said, this is what you did. And he said, in the midst of them all, you favored them. Tell the person you favored them. In other words, whatever you did for the children of Israel, whatever you did for them by fighting other nations, by dislodging other nations, and planting them, by giving them possessions, by giving them inheritance, by even them showing them endearment, and making them a peculiar people unto yourself, and even do not destroy them in the wilderness, even though they sinned, you still kept them, and you were with them, and they did not go hungry. When they were looking for food, you brought them manna. When they were dead, they were not even sick. When they were looking for what you brought water out of the rock when they were looking for laws and guidance you gave them a commandment out of tenderness and lightness you did so many great things with your life he said all these things are because you have favored them you did all these things because they they have been favored you 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 have taking them as your own. You have decided to give them a preferential treatment. You have decided to handle them differently. It is because of that you did all these things. Which means that favor can compel God to do more than he can do for another person in your life. Which means that favor will compel God to bring signs and wonders in your life. Favor is what can compel God to do or to take you to the extra mile when he has not taken another. Favor makes God to, to, to bless you in a way that you do not even deserve or you have not asked for. He said, all these miracles, all this power, all this opportunity, all this demonstration took place not because of anything, because of favor. I declare over your life that may God bring you to the point of favor where he will demonstrate his power in your life, where he will demonstrate his glory in your life, where he will demonstrate his joy in your life, where he will show forth who he is in your life to the nations and to people, to your enemies and to your friends, that they will know that you serve a living God, that when you stand there and you are speaking, they will know that your God is not dead, your God has not traveled, your God is not sleeping your God is alive, like the brothers and the friends, like the friends of Job, they came to Job and sat by Job and some were mocking him and they know what to tell him but when the hour came Job said I know my redeemer lives his wife even said curse God and let us die but Job knew of something that the wife does not know of Job knew of something that his friends does not know of that is the Lord that has blessed him and if the Lord has taken it from him then blessed be the name of the Lord and Bible said that the end of Job was better than his beginning I pray for you that your end shall be better than your beginning because 
because he said I live in God. For Bible said, man the righteous man, his end is a blessing. Your end shall not be a disaster. Your end will be a blessing. You shall finish well. Ah, you didn't hear what I'm saying. I said you shall finish well. Anywhere there is crookedness, the Lord shall straighten it. Every valley shall be exalted. In your wilderness, there shall be supply. Every mountain shall be a plain. God shall demonstrate his power in your life because of favor. Because of favor. Because of favor. Because of favor. Because of his favor. He has taken you as a peculiar person. A royal generation. A royal priesthood. A holy nation. Acceptable. A people called unto himself. So where you represent, he represents you. Where you go, he goes there. He has other businesses to attend to. But he has left all to attend to you. Because he has favored you. He has favored you. He has favored you. Tell the person, all that you are enjoying is by favor. You will never miss your mark. Because favor awaits you. I love it so much. He said, we had it. You did it. This is all because of favor. Listen, favor, favor can, even when you are about to enter into the place of death, favor will come and stand at the gate and said, this person, my daughter shall not die. My son shall not die. My child shall not die. You spirit of death, close the door. Uh, life, open. And then you come back alive. I declare to you, favor will keep you alive. I say favor will keep you alive. I say favor will keep you alive. Favor will give you life. Favor will give you life. Favor will give you life. It takes favor to be restored. Everything you have lost, you receive restoration because of favor. Favor gives you a restoration. And I announced to you, your hair will grow again. What you have lost, you shall recover. I see restoration for you. Because the law will not disgrace you. A child of favor cannot be disgraced. A woman of favor cannot be disgraced. A man of favor cannot be disgraced. It shall look tough. It shall look difficult. But when they thought they have finished you, that is when you will rise up again. I see you rising again. Because you carry favor. Your head is carrying favor. Even your mistake, favor shall work. Israel made a mistake. 400 years. They were staying for 430 years. Isn't it? But because they were carrying favor. God has not want that favor to die. So God stirred things up to bring them out and to favor them. In the days of Daniel, because favor was on the children, God turned things around. And Jeremiah prophesied that 70 years that the solution of Babylon shall end. And exactly 70 years because of favor, God stirred it up. Because of favor, they burned down the walls of Jericho, pulled everything out and destroyed it. But God preserved a man called Cyrus. He is a hidden king and gave him wealth. The reason was that he was blessing him so that when the time comes for them to rebuild Jerusalem, he will send all the supply, the golden vessels, and everything that were taken from the temple shall be returned back. I said, favor will keep your properties. 
I declare to you because of favor, you shall receive everything you have lost. There shall be a restoration. There shall be a rebuilding. There shall be a reconstruction. There shall be a resupply. There shall be a recovery. There shall be an overtaking. Favor shall bring back that which you lost. That which men say it is not possible. Favor will bring it back. In fact, favor will reopen all files and God will remember you for your sacrifice. Favor shall do it. Mordecai honored the king. The king forgot about him. And he did not even know anything about Mordecai. In fact, nobody even went and told the king about Mordecai. Haman was planning to destroy Mordecai. And he has set the clock for destruction. He has gone to consult Juju. He has gone to consult all the powers. He has concluded on the hour and the time to kill Mordecai. He has gone to take permission from the king. He is about to execute his final mission and assignment. And in the book of, of, of Esther chapter 6, he just appeared somewhere. And Bible said the night, that night, when he was going to receive the final ascent of the final execution of Mordecai, he has already prepared the gallows. He has set it in place. Now the only troublesome person that is standing between him and his final completion destruction of the Jews is Mordecai. That when he gets Mordecai alive and hang Mordecai and Mordecai dies, it will be a channel for him to enter and to destroy all the Jews, including Esther in the king's palace, which Esther herself was not aware. Bible said that that night, that night, the king could not sleep. The king's spirit was troubled because Mordecai was a child of favor. Oh, you didn't hear what I'm saying? I said Mordecai was a child of favor. Mordecai was not aware that the occultists have gathered, that the witches have gathered, that the Jew men have gathered, that the, 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 the enemies have gathered to destroy him the next day. He was sleeping. He did not know. But God raised up intercession. Ah, you didn't hear what I'm saying? I said God raised up an intercession. God shall raise up an intercession on your behalf. Even when you don't know what the evil one is planning, God shall lift up an intercession. God shall lift up some kings. God shall trouble some hearts. God shall trouble some people to stand in the God for you. I declare in the name of Jesus there shall be an intercession in the realm of the spirit on your behalf because God will need to fight for you. A child of favor. Bible said the king could not sleep. The king's spirit was troubled. He was restless in the palace. He was pacing up and down and walking everywhere. He does not know what he was looking for. The Bible said he called forth for the book of the Chronicles. I declare into your life that there are some books shall be called forth. The book of remembrance shall be opened. And you didn't hear what I'm saying. The book of promotion shall be opened. In that company, you deserve to have been promoted. But they are sitting on a promotion. They will call for that file. At that job place, they need to offer you a blessing. They are sitting on it. They will call for that file. Your customers will come. I said they will call for that file to approve that contract, to approve that job, to approve that marriage, to approve that thing. They will come forth for the farm. The king said, bring me the farm. And they brought the book of the chronicles. The question is, the book of the chronicles is not a small book. Maybe something you might not know. It's an historical recording. Even from the days that the king was not even present. So old kings, everything people did that they deserve to have been honored, and those that have been honored, is more of a book of of a, how will you how will you even term it, a, a noble book, 
that those who have done good things are recorded in it and they have been honored. So when you go into it, they are all their histories are there, what they did and the reward they receive and everything. So it is a big book. And they brought it before the king. Why would the king call for something outrageous like this? Because there is a treasurer who handles that book. There is a treasurer who searches for it. The king only received recommendation after the treasurer has gone through and recommends to the king. Now this one is because the king does not have the time. But when he came to Mordecai, God said you will not sleep. I take your sleep from you. Now you will sit down to set through for my son. So the king had a work to do. I declare it to your life. Your king will have a work to do on your behalf because you carry favor when it comes to your time of favor ordinary men will not sit on your case and you didn't hear what I'm saying ordinary men will not handle your far I said you didn't hear what I'm saying the CEO himself will handle your far the messenger will not handle your far the branch manager will not handle the far I said the one that will handle the far will be the one that matters he will not pass it through channels he will be the final voice that when he means it nobody can say no I said when you carry favor it is the one that matters that handles your far he will mean it your far he will give the approval and when he gives the approval nobody can challenge approver. I release that grace upon your life. I receive it. You will not go through the they will tell you go and come and you will deal with those who matters. When their signature comes on it it's final. So the king called for it and the king himself decided to search. The question is the thing is big. How come when he start opening he found written you can go and read it at home. Maybe you think I'm telling you a story. You can go and read it to confirm it. Esther chapter 6. He said, and it found written. Can you project it for me? Let me read. And he said, it was found written. It was found. How was it found? Through search. And this was a huge document. It was found written. That Mordecai had told of Bithynia and Teresh, two of the king's eunuchs, the doorkeepers who are sought to lay hands on King Azeros. And verse 3 says this. He says, then the king said, what honor or dignity has been bestowed on Mordecai for this? And the king's servant who attended him said, nothing has been done for him. Hold it there. When the king called for the books, searched through, he chanced on Mordecai and quickly his eyes glued to Mordecai. He was he couldn't pass by that page he couldn't close that chapter he couldn't close that story I declare to you in your time of favor your chapter shall open your chapter shall open and your chapter will be attended to that chapter cannot be closed I see chapters open in heaven I see God open a chapter on your lesson I see God open a chapter on your prophecies I see God open a chapter on your pro- prophecy and your promises and they said we are not closing these chapters angels we can close this chapter until we have honored this woman, until we have honored this man with all that belongs to her. It is time to honor her. What has been done about that prophecy? What has been done about that prayer? What has been done about that offering? What has been done about that sacrifice? What has been done about that seed that has been sold? He said, this is the time for honor. I will not stop until I have approved. Until I have approved. I see someone, your chapter is open. Oh, you didn't hear what I'm saying? 
in the book of Daniel, he said, call forth for the book of remembrance. And the Lord called forth the book of the remembrance and opened it and the Lord remembered. In the book of Exodus chapter 2, he said, God heard the cries of the children of Israel and the Lord said, I have now remembered. I pray that Lord, God will remember you. In your days of favor, God remembers you because there's a book of remembrance. I declare may your book of remembrance be open. Hey, maybe you are crying today, but I announce you, you are going to smile in the next moment from now. Within 24 hours, you shall see God's glory. I say you will see God's glory. I say you will see God's glory. I say you will see God's glory. You shall laugh. You shall celebrate God because your book of remembrance has been opened. God is staying clue. He is staying clue in that chapter. He is not moving away. He is staying there until he has accomplished every detail in that chapter. He is not closing. That chapter is open. It's your chapter of remembrance. Your chapter of honor. Your chapter of favor. Your chapter to be blessed. Your chapter to be honored. Your chapter to wipe away your tears and put your enemies at shame. It is your chapter. God has opened that chapter. And you shall receive your reward. He said, wait. They were open. Now quickly said, no, stop. What is written here? Mordecai, the gatekeeper, he did this and I was not aware. You did not tell me. You recorded it. You are supposed to have passed the recommendation far for me to have honored him, but you didn't. See, God sometimes can make them forget about some things because there is a moment of your lifting up. In Psalm 102, Bible says, in Psalm 102, verse 10, it said, the Lord shall arise and have mercy on you for the set time to favor you has come. I declare, I see you in your set time. And you didn't hear what I'm saying. When your set time of favor comes, uh, everything shall migrate towards you. Those that have forgotten shall remember. Even heaven shall remember you. I said, heaven shall remember you. The angel who was sent an assignment and has not yet accomplished that assignment shall accomplish that assignment. And I heard it say in the other day that when Daniel prayed, uh, there was an angel of the, the principalities of Persia who withstood Daniel for 21 days. An angel was sent to bring an, an answer. That angel was not powerful to penetrate through. But when the 21 days came, angel Michael himself, who is the commander in chief of the angels of warfare, who discharged that angel, decided to come himself. I see the angel boss coming for you. Ah, the children angels are not coming. When the time came for Mary to be favored, a little angel did not come. But the angel that stands at the presence of God was the one that descended. And when he came and Mary doubted, he said, I am angel Gabriel. I stand at the presence of God. I declare unto you, you shall receive a cherubim visitation. Ah, you didn't hear what I'm saying. I said, when your time of favor comes, uh, the angels that matters will attend to you. It is not the seventh angels, but the angels that covers the throne. You shall receive an angelic visitation. Ah, receive it. When that time came, it was not an ordinary angel. Michael himself came. And the angel came and reported. He said, Angel Michael came and dislodged the person, the principality, before I came. He said, when he began praying, the answer was released. But the priest of Persia withstood me for 21 days. Until Michael came. Because Michael is an archangel. And when Michael stands there, the devil cannot talk. Because they were together on the same rank. And he fought the angel from heaven and threw him on the ground. God did not fight that battle. Angel Michael fought that battle. I declare to you today, every warfare you are encountering, 
every prayer that has been trapped in the atmosphere, every answer that has been delayed, that when you ask God answered and I toss them, I release my J. Michael on your behalf today in the name of Jesus into the realm of the spirit to break through your family realm, to break through your father's realm, to break through your mother's realm, to break through your background realm, to break through the gothic realm, to break through the satanic realm, to break through the witchcraft realm, to break through the marine realm, to break through the demonic realm, to break through the dwarf realm, to break through for you now in the name of Jesus and bring your answer speedily, bring your children speedily, bring your marriage speedily, bring your joy speedily, wherever they are, I release them now to do warfare on your behalf because in your time of favor, God shall send his own angels, the angels of warfare, the angels of power, the angels of not compromising to bring your deliverance, receive it. Not ordinary angels. Not ordinary angels. There are angels and there are ranks of angels. I declare the superior angels to manifest. When the time came for Mary, for Mary to be honored, it was not an ordinary angel. Angel Gabriel himself was the one who carried the beating. There were other angels who could have sent the message. But Gabriel himself, because he carries weight. Are you understanding me? When the president sends the gate man, you can fool. Hello? But when the chief advisor to the president stands before you and he said, the president needs you at the castle. And he said, what do you mean? He can tell you point blank that I stand before the president and I am advisor, chief advisor, not junior advisor, chief advisor to the president. The president needs your presence. You will go. There are levels I said there are levels. In your time of favor, God will release the highest level on your behalf. I declare may you receive a higher level visitation. A higher level visitation. A higher level visitation. Look, we are tired with a junior level visitation because it is about time we receive a higher level visitation. Our request is a higher level attention. I pray may God attend to your case. Ah, speedily. May he pay attention to your case. May he give you a higher level visitation. Shout and receive a higher level oh shout I receive a high level listen in your time of favor you receive higher level visitations you don't receive junior visitations that is why the letter of recommendation does not come from the recommendation secretary it made God wanted the king himself to see it so the king himself saw it and it's not a recommendation secretary I declare into your life the one that needs to be the final approver shall be the one that will see your father it shall be the one that will see your case are you understanding what I'm saying from today you shall receive higher level intervention The boss himself will call for your father. I'm telling you. He will attend to it. I said he will attend to it. In the law court, he will attend to it. In your business, he will attend to it. In your marriage, he will attend to it. The one that matters will attend to it. Sometimes you carry your situations through people who doesn't even have the solution. But in your day of favor, those that have the solution is those you are going to meet. I pray from today, may you meet the solution providers. I, you didn't hear what I am saying. In your days of favor, you will meet the solution providers. You shall not meet those who tell you stories. You shall meet those who carry the weight and have what it takes to be able to bring you the answer. I receive it. The king called for it. 
when he looked at it, he said, what has been done for Mordecai? And this is what I like. He said, nothing has been done for him. Sometimes when your case is being handled at a lower level, everybody can play with it. This one puts it this way. This one is putting it this way. Some of the angels are sitting there saying, so what can we do about this thing? Some of them are coming with the answer. They are trapped. Yeah, yeah. And you too, you cannot pray more. Because, listen to me, in your day of favor, you don't pray. In your day of favor, you don't sow seed more. You didn't hear what I'm saying. Because you have sown some seed. You have prayed some prayer. You have fasted some fasting. You have cried some cry. You have shed some tears. All that you are waiting for for answer. So in your day of favor, God will send a reinforcement. I receive a reinforcement. I receive heavy reinforcement. On your case, receive reinforcement. I shall receive reinforcement to dislodge every demon, to dislodge every principality, to dislodge every challenge, so that your answer will become now. Shout now. Shout now. Shout now. Shout now. Shout now. 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 When Israel were coming out and God wanted to protect them, God said, I am sending to you the angel of my presence. And the angel of presence by theological definition was Jesus himself. So Christ was leading the army of Israel. He is the captain of hosts. Who is King Pharaoh to stand before the captain of hosts? Kabasaka. I declare may the angel of God's presence go ahead of you from today. May the angel of God's presence go ahead from today to silence your enemies, to bring down everything that is fighting your life or contending with your prophecy and making the will of God in your life of no effect. May God arise with the angel of his presence. With the angel of his presence. Makasande he read the psalm, he said, the mountain saw it and they fled. The water said it and they ran away. And he asked, why are you running away? He said, we are running away from the presence of the Lord. The angel of his presence shall go ahead of you. The angel of his presence is what entered into the prison. And when he got into the prison, the next day Peter was supposed to be killed. But when the angel of his presence entered there, the guards that were keeping the place, they became asleep and they slept. So they are standing there like that. Their eyes are open, but they are blind. I declare, may your enemy's eyes be blind. I said, may they be blind. May they never saw the demon that was assigned to police you. I command that demon. I strike that demon with blindness. Spiritual blindness. Spiritual blindness. And I bring you out of your prison. Come out of your prison. That you will not see you. May every iron door open to you at its own accord. I declare in the name of Jesus. I declare you release. I declare you release. I declare you release. And everything that concerns you. I declare you release. May the Lord arise. And strike them with blindness. 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 May their powers fail from today. May their powers fail from today. May you walk out freely. I release you. 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 In the name of Jesus. From the imaginations of the wicked. From the enchantment of the witches. From the craftiness of people of evil. May the Lord deliver you. Strike them with blindness. To give you victory. 
the angel of his presence. Ay, ay, ay. He said, what has been done? He said, so the king said, who is in the court? Listen, immediately the king spoke about that. Then he man appeared. Don't forget he has prepared the gallows. Waiting to hang the son of favor. Waiting to hang the people of favor. But he made a mistake. Anybody that tried you has made a mistake. He said, who is in the court? And he said, now Haman had just entered the outer court of the king's palace to suggest to do what? Oh, to do what? To suggest that the king hung Mordecai on the gallows he had prepared for him. Look, by favor there will be an exchange. I said by favor there shall be an exchange. Some of you, some people are going to die in your place. They plan for your death, but you are going to attend their funeral. You didn't hear what I'm saying. Some people, they plan for your miscarriage. You will see their miscarriage. Some people, they thought you shall be disgraced. Ah, they plan madness. They shall be mad in your place. Some people, they said, suffering is your portion. They shall suffer. Some people, they want to destroy you, but the Lord shall destroy them in your position. Ah, receive it. There shall be an exchange. I see an exchange. I see the battle change. I see the battle change. I see the battle change. There shall be an exchange. There shall be an exchange. There shall be an exchange. Their suggestions will not work. Their plan will not work. Hema entered the court. Your superior, that boss, he entered. He's going to see the CEO to go and discredit you. He has armed himself with all the lies. So he's working gorgeously. He's going to destroy. Think mission accomplished. God said you don't know who you are dealing with. I have clothed my child with favor. So I'm also waiting for you. Through the heart of that king. Because the heart of the king is in the hands of the Lord. And he turns it where he pleases. I see your king's heart being tender. I see your king heart being tender. Your promotion is waiting. When he got in there, the king said, Give me the verse 5. Don't forget he has prepared a gallows. Anything the enemy has prepared. Waiting for you to be hanged on. Because of favor, he will be hanged on that thing. Any trap he has set for you, he will fall into that trap. Any pain he is planning to cause you, he will have that pain. So the king's servant said to him, Haman is there, standing in the court. And the king said, let him come in. Let him come in. And he said, give me the verse 6. So Haman came in and the king asked him, what shall be done for the man whom the king delights to honor? Ah, you didn't get me. Somebody, it is your best time. There is a party awaiting you. There is a celebration awaiting you. Your enemies are going to celebrate you. I see you in your hour of favor. I say in your hour of favor. In your dispensation of favor. I see some things working together. When your time of favor comes, all things shall fall in place for you. All things shall work for you. I see the Lord working all things for your life. In your hour of favor. He said, he can what shall be done for the man whom the king delights to honor. Now Haman thought in his heart. Your enemies would think it's for them. Hey! hey. Ah! 
Look, he, he, he is thinking the thing is what I brought you that way because I was a footballer. And in football, when you play, the person who started opening his leg like this, he thought he can tackle it. Before you know, the ball is under here and they pick the ball there. Before you will turn, they are scored already. Ah, your enemies, God will make them soon, yeah? Ah, receive it. They will pass through the ball in between their legs before they realize you have already scored. They were timing you here, but they will see you, you have finished already. They thought that is where you are going to end. Before they will wake up, you have already finished, you have delivered, carried your child, married, Give you birth, have your job, drive your car, go to America, come back, prosper in business, doing well in ministry. Before they will wake up, you have already crossed. I receive it. Hey, that devil is a liar. Hey, before they will know, you are already gone. You are already gone. It was start of a race. Between the hare and the tortoise. The hare is the fastest animal. So the hare said he will win. The hare was bragging and boasting. The tortoise couldn't talk. Because everybody knew. The tortoise cannot run. Are you understanding me? And so they drew the line for them. Others advised tortoise that he shouldn't run. But they don't know tortoise had a strategy. Listen, God always has a strategy the devil doesn't have. Oh, you didn't hear what I'm saying? I see the full strategy of God playing to your advantage. Play to your advantage. Play to your advantage. Play to your advantage. After today, the full strategy of God shall play to your advantage. The enemy thought he has finished you. They thought Jesus is dead. They thought Jesus has been buried. They thought he cannot rise up. Ah, but he came back again. I receive it. The full strategy of God is always hidden from the devil. The devil does not. The Bible says, for when he knows, he wouldn't have crucified the Son of Glory. But he didn't know that Jesus said, and the scripture said, if I only be lifted up, I will draw all men unto myself. He cannot lift himself up. So when Judas is carried, allowed the devil to enter into him. He looked and said, he didn't call him enemy. He said, friend, hurry up. And do what you want to do. In other words, hurry up and come and promote me. I am here. The devil shall promote you. Hey, they want you to destroy you, but it shall be a center for your promotion. They want you to gossip you, but it shall make you popular. They want you to destroy you, but not to change your blessing. I receive it. I see you rising and ruling over the heads of your enemy. When your hour of favor comes, God shall change your bad report into a good report, into a promotion report. I receive Save it. Ha ha ha. Hey, something is happening. Except for the man. What shall be done for the man whom the king delights to honor? He said, Now a man thought in his heart. In his heart. You see, the enemy always think the best things belong to him. <laughs> the best car belongs to him, the best marriage, by making a mistake. God is saying, I should let you know. That the first is going to be the last. And the last is going to be the first. For it is the God that raised another and bring another. It is your time for lifting up. I say it is your time for lifting up. It is your time for lifting up. It is your hour of favor. You shall celebrate the Lord. He said he thought whom would the king delight to honor more than me. Look the enemy always have self importance. They think as for you. You should always remain the way you are. Look, over their dead body will you get to wherever. Look, after today, God will disappoint your critics. 
God will disappoint your critics. God will disappoint the people that said it's not possible. He will disappoint them. In fact, he will make them change their scripts. They will change their script. I said they will change their script. I said they will change their script. Because you cannot stop a man of favor. You cannot kill the vision of a man of favor. You cannot stop his purpose. I declare to you today. You carry favor. You shall succeed. They can't stop you. Your script shall be revealed. It shall be revised. Your enemies will change their mind. They will change their mind. Anytime they talk of anything good. They say it's us. Today. God will change it. Because the truth is that they will never think you even deserve to receive it. But by the time they, they will hear, you are gone. When the race began, the hell took off. He can run fast. The hell ran and the hell stood. Turned his back. Thought this was not coming. He said, look at this fool. When I said he cannot feed me, he think we are joking. Look, this one is even me trotting. I have not even started a race. But I can't find him anywhere. So he just lied and said, let me rest for this fool. Then he slept. Tortis also knows that he's created by God to be slow, but sure. Take it at a time. Because it's still he that willeth, or he that runneth, but it's the Lord that showeth mercy. I might be slow, but I am steady. I'm on the way. You think you are fast, but I am coming. A child of favor shall overtake. I see you overtaking. I see you overtaking. Whilst they are sleeping, you are passing. You are going in the night. Nobody sees. In the day, nobody sees. But when the time comes, you shall be on the throne. You shall be on the throne. When the hell got to his destination, he saw Mr. Tortis already sitting. It was only one chair. Tortis is sitting there across his leg, taking some juice, listening to some good music. Hell stood at a distance and said, What? How did it happen? Since when did you start flying? He said, I didn't fly. Whilst you were enjoying yourself and you think you are the only best person in the world, I came to pass you by. I want you to know that it takes wisdom to win and not the legs. I declare to you today, by wisdom you shall rule. By wisdom you have favor. Favor is also wisdom. God shall give you wisdom. You shall overtake them. Wherever they are, you shall sit on the throne. Ah, receive it. I say 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 receive it. Listen, you are not late. Don't let anybody confuse you to think you are late. Don't let anybody put pressure on you to think you are late. Don't let anybody deceive you to think you are a failure. Hey, then you didn't know Jesus. But if Jesus was your Lord and your personal Savior was so ever happened, it is not too late because you are not competing with anybody. Bible says they that compete with themselves are not wise. You don't have a competitor. You are above all. You are unique in yourself. You are unique in yourself. You are unique in yourself. Don't look down upon yourself. Don't feel sad about yourself. Because God is taking you somewhere. Hey, your speed is different. My speed is different. Ah, receive it. Your enemy cannot stop you. They tried, but they have failed. They tried, but they have failed. They tried, but they have failed. You will sit on your throne. You will sit on your throne. Hey, don't let anybody deceive you. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? But they don't know that Nazareth 
was carrying the child of promise. Because Nazareth was an insignificant country. Nobody regards Nazareth. Nazareth cannot be located on a map. Nazareth cannot even have anything to say. Because Nazareth is a place which is a debased place. But when the Messiah was born, he brought an answer to Nazareth. You are going to be the answer to your family. The answer to your family's critics. The answer to your family's enemies. The answer to those who says you cannot do anything. Listen, when man tells you you will not amount to anything, tell him unless I don't have Jesus. But when you have Jesus, you shall amount to something. I see you amounting to something. Are you didn't hear what I'm saying? Today your garment shall change. You shall wear a new garment because with Christ all things are possible. You will carry your child. You will carry your business. You will carry it to God because God has spoken. God has spoken. God has spoken. God has spoken. Everything God has said, the Lord shall watch over His word to perform. shall watch over his word to perform. Listen. He said, whom will the king? Verse 6, please. Whom will the king delight to honor more than me? Look, God is going to surprise some people in your life. Oh, you didn't hear they, they thought they should be the people to drive that car. She will drive it. They, they, they thought they should be the people to first have that house. You have it. They, look, they thought by virtue of their years and where they are, they are supposed to be. You will be the one. They will be there and you will control them. Ah, you didn't hear what I'm saying. I said you will rule. You will surprise them. You are not getting me. I don't know. I'm, 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 the way I'm feeling my spirit, I don't know how to communicate it. I see surprises. I said 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 I see surprises. God is bringing a shock. God is bringing a surprise. God is going to shock people. God is going to surprise people. In your years to come. In the months to come. In the days to come. There is going to be a surprise. Before this year will end. That God is going to shock people. God is going to surprise people. In your office. In your ministry. In your calling. In your business. Among your friends. God is going to surprise surprise people. Your enemies shall be surprised. God is bringing up a surprise. I see a surprise, a surprise, a surprise. A surprise. A surprise. Hey, who thought they would never call you boss? They would start calling you boss. And you didn't get what I'm saying. Some of them, they will appear at a program and they have been invited as high table or whatever and once they are going to sit down they will see you sitting there as a chairman some of them they just switch off on their television they thought you should have been dead by now because they know what they did and once the television is showing they said breaking news the United Nations have decided to honor the best student in the world and before they will see your picture appears, the best entrepreneur, the best businesswoman, I reserve it. I shall reserve it. They sat down and they said, Listen, we have finished here. We have taken away, we have done everything. Before they will know, in the previous front page, history has been made, quadruplet has been born. 
and the president has brought an award and a blessing for them. They have full scholarship from the day they are born to the day they will finish. Any school all over the world. And they will say, how did it happen? Yes, you bypassed them when they did not know. I see a surprise. I said a surprise. I said a surprise. The company, they thought of sacking you. They will be there. The same people, God will not change them before they will know. They said, we have called for a meeting. We are introducing the next manager. And everybody will think it. I am supposed to be the next manager. Before they will know, they said, ladies and gentlemen, with a clap offering and stand ovation, let's receive the new manager who is going to be the overseer. And then you are here. You will see them bowing down their head. They cannot lift up their head again. I said, you are going to shock people. There is going to be a shock. There is going to be a surprise. There is going to be a shock. There is going to be a surprise. Ah, receive it. There's going to be a shock. They knew your house before. They knew your house address. They know where you are staying. So they gathered, they are coming to laugh at you again. They drove to the place. He said, We are passing by to visit. When they got there, they said, We are looking for a smith. He said, uh, Who? They mentioned, he said, oh, he said uh, We don't have anybody like that. He said, oh, There is this lady who lives here. This woman, they described her. He said, Oh, we are sorry. Now you can locate him in Trasaco. His house number is like this. I said, Receive it. Ah, you didn't hear what I'm saying. There is going to be a surprise. They came to laugh at you, but they will see that your location of church. I see your location 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 church. I see a surprise. I see a surprise. There is going to be a surprise. A surprise, a surprise. In your hour of favor, there is going to be a surprise. That will show people. There's going to be a surprise. A surprise. A surprise. Ah, a surprise. I said a surprise. I said a surprise. I'm still hearing it a surprise. I'm still hearing it a surprise. I'm still hearing it a surprise. I'm still hearing a surprise. God is saying a surprise. He is bringing up a surprise. He is bringing up a surprise. Who am I talking to? Receive that surprise. 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 A surprise. A surprise. He said, who will the king honor than me? Let me conclude. For the sake of time, give me the verse 7. And look at what happened. And Haman answered the king. For the man. For the man. For that man. Whom the king delights to honor. Let me give you the criteria. And the credentials of that person. And the way the person should be treated. Because in my heart, I am the one. Say surprise. Give me the verse. Eight, quickly. He said, let a royal robe, say a royal robe. Now, royal robe is symbolic of garment of favor. So, let a garment of favor, because anybody that wears a royal robe, receive automatic royal treatment and protocol. So, he cannot think in his wildest dream that a great man like Mordecai will have a royal robe to wear because he is a royal already. He is the next to the king. So, if the king wants to honor somebody, who else than Haman? Tell the person surprise. Tell the person surprise. Oh. They will open their mouth. If you don't shut it, something will happen. 
Listen, I, I can feel this thing. Listen, I mean, I, I pray God open your eyes. I can feel it so strong. I know it's not only for me, but I'm feeling it. I know it's for somebody. I'm feeling so strong that God is going to bring a surprise. He's going to spring a surprise that, I mean, people will will be shocked of what he has done. I am sensing this so strong. I want to move ahead, but I'm feeling this thing called surprise. If you add the morning service, this is what I preached. So don't make a mistake because God is about to do something. It's a leather royal robe be brought which the king has worn. So, in other words, when when the person appeared, the person is seen in the caption and the fashion of the king. Receive that favor. He said that the king has worn. And whenever somebody wears a dress, the spirit of the person is in the dress. So, what he's saying literally is that let the spirit of the king be put upon the person. And he said, and a horse on which the king has ridden. In other words, when a person appears, everybody will know that this is the king coming. So the same protocol, the same respect, the same honor that is given to the king should be given to that person. Look, your hermans are greedy. They carry a greedy spirit. But in their greediness, it shall be your blessing. God shall turn their greediness into your blessing. God will turn their jealousy into your blessing. Ah, Haman, he was serving the king, but he was jealous of the king. He was greedy of the king. So he was suggesting the king's own things for honor. I speak into your life that anyone that is greedy, that is seeking the favor of the authorities, at your expense shall fail. I said they 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 shall fail. That garment shall be yours. That horse shall be yours. That ring shall come to you. That honor shall come to you. Their cleanliness shall be your blessing. And he said, And a horse on which the king has ridden, which has a royal crest, a royal crest, placed on its head. Give me the verse 9. And he said, Then let this robe and horse. Be delivered to the hand of one of the king's most noble princess. Of the king's most noble what? So that the whole king's prince who is adored and respect somebody the next in command should be the one who should now be the servant to that person. Ayabasaka. He said that he may array the man whom the king delight to honor. Then parade him on horseback. To array, do you know what it means? It means that he will send protocols. He will send chariots. He will send the, 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 the palace guards and all that. And they will mount the, 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 the what do you call it? The, you call it mount of squadron, whatever it is. The guard of honor. They will mount the guard of honor for the person to pass through. My God. Hey, Haman, enjoy. Your Hamans are going to be disappointed. They are preparing it for you. And he said, they parade him on us back through the city square and proclaim before him, that shall he be done to the man whom the king delights to honor. Now let me give you the surprise. Verse 10. Then the king said to Haman, hurry. Take the rope and the horse as you have suggested. And do so for Mordecai. 
the Jew who sits within the king's gate leave nothing undone of all that you have spoken I prophesy into your life after today, after today they will not leave anything undone they shall do everything for you they shall do everything for you you shall have the robe you shall have the crest you shall have the horse you shall have the garment you shall have the parade you shall have the kind of honor you shall have the proclaiming you shall have the praise there shall be a surprise I receive that surprise I shall receive the surprise this is a surprise this is a surprise shout favor 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 rise up on your feet favor tell the person I have favor tell the person I have favor tell the person I have favor very much for listening. This is a message from ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Egon. We know you've been blessed by God's word. For more quality and practical teachings of Reverend Ismaila Awudu, visit us online at www.icgceastagon.com or email to yahwehtempleicgc at gmail.com or call us on 057-2260-434 or 057-2260-435. You can also worship with us on Sundays from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. On Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. for our empowerment teaching service. And Fridays at 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. for our breakthrough prayer service. You can also connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. God bless you. My Lord with you, I know.